welcome to another edition of Two Guys and a Bottle of or whatever you're having. What's happening? What's going on, you bodheads? <laughs> Friday night, man, Kimball Tucky. I know, it is a Friday night. I, I know, we got keep, them all screwed up. Keep our schedule together whatsoever. I don't even... Friday, I, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Well, what day know, it is. Whatever, whatever day is the day is the day that is the day. It's the day. And this Today's is, the day. This is the day. It is. This is hooray! It takes me all the way back to uh, Bible school for the That's day. A long ways ago, <laughs> but you know it's uh, Bible school. Here it is, eight twenty-eight, episode fifty-five. 1955. Yeah. Yep. Change the lyrics there. It's sixty-five, but we're just gonna go with fifty. And it is. Uh, it is. I hope I'm not a cranky bastard tonight because I just. It's just a sticky son of a. It's not that hot either, but no, you were. But it's like eighty. Five ninety percent humidity, and I just yeah, I just can't stand the humidity. It just makes me all. I was bitching about that yesterday. Cranky and angry and sticky and. Bleh, uh, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and if only I had a pool, I could go jump in and cool off. You know, you think wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute, man. <laughs> you'd, you'd think. I think I just jumped in your pool last yeah, weekend. I know. I know. Right. Yeah, that's there's funny. no pee in my ool. Mm, nope. Ool. Nope. Got the blue tracer and somebody pisses in your pool like really yeah is that really a thing is it, it is. really a no thing? it really is a thing i've never i, I i've heard that uh, i've heard that story or that joke for so long but i, I never know you if can it was put a stuff thing or not yeah you can put stuff in your pool if somebody pees in it it'll turn blue well that'd be fun next time you have a pool party yeah you just absolutely do that, that or just i like that idea or just test it on yourself <laughs> you know, i don't i don't pee in my own pool that stuff's I, toxic yeah, there ain't no pee in my pool <laughs> no thank you mm. i will pass why is my pool green so what's going on this week you know with with uh you and in the world and it's all been quiet out there hasn't it nothing going on nothing happening no uh no uh it's a little deafening besides our show <laughs> We're the only thing loud and proud going on out there right now. Well, proud, yes. And loud, no. No, there's a lot of loud things going on out there. But They are. Holy crap. Gunfire, fireworks. Uh, yeah, you name it. Another week, uh, new riots in a new town. Are we getting started on politics already? I don't think it's politics. I think it's a simple fact. No, that, it is. Uh, it's, a, it's not politics. Cops, cops had another shooting and, and waiting for the details to come out. And Kenosha, Wisconsin has, has just been on fire ever since. I yeah, mean, I think their idea of a bonfire is completely different than ours. Yeah, I, I've never I've never went and lit a whole parking lot of cars on fire. So, I, you know, it's yeah, it's, that's new to me. I, I didn't really realize that was an option. But apparently if you want a good bonfire, you just go to a used car parking lot and just start lighting them up. I think that's how that works. I'm going to drink the fifth on this one. I think I would. I think <laughs> I would. No, it's... No, I mean... It's been ugly. You know? I'm, no, it's, I've never torched a car. I Honestly, God, I've never torched a I car. I can honestly say I've never done that either. I've never torched a car. No. I've, I've shot a car, like shot, <laughs> like up, but it's been an abandoned in somebody's backyard, and that's what just what we shoot at. Well, that's different, yeah. Right. I mean, we came right. across cars in the woods when I was a kid, and, you know, and of course you're going to shoot them up, you know. I mean, that's that's half the fun, and especially if they still got windows in them. You know, that makes it even better. Yeah, the ones I did were just kind of abandoned. It looks like they might have already been burned up, left for whatever, you know. Somebody had to 
search for change and they like couldn't find it, so they just torched the car. Torched the they, car until they found all the pennies, you know, underneath the seat. <laughs> so they got to be in there somewhere. We'll get rid. We'll get rid. <laughs> I know of they're in there somewhere, man. All the rest of the crap that's in the way, right. the carpet and the seats and all that, we'll just burn it out of here. Oh, there's the pennies. I don't know what I smoked, but I don't remember smoking that joint, man. But Jesus, man, there's like six pennies in there, man. We're rich. That was worth it. That was worth it. I don't know. Well, it's been a week long of angry mobs ever since that. Uh, ever since that happened, Jacob Blake got shot seven times. And, yes, he did. And they're just now they're you know. Well, he's paralyzed, I, I guess. For that's right that's now. what they're saying. They're not sure if it's temporary or permanent. But uh, they got the reverend. They got the lawyers. They had everything out there. Well, everybody and, jumps you know, on board anytime anything. You know, and that's what bothers me running. about the whole thing is why can't you at least wait a minute until some of the facts come out? I mean, well, he's running to his car. Sure, I understand that. They sure don't know if he's got a knife or a or, or gun or whatever. I get it. You don't know, and it, it becomes a question: know. Was it an overzealous cop? Was the did the cop see something that obviously the guy across the street didn't catch on video? Yeah, you, you know, did he did I, he use his knee? Who did knows? He, you know, who knows? And and it's just, but no, it's just another excuse to just to to destroy things. You know, just loot and burn and and. It is. And then the shooting, you know, the kid, and that's been the latest thing. The kid that uh, got attacked uh, downtown, you know, 17-year-old kid that shot three people and killed two of them. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then you got the two sides to that, too, on top of it. You got you got one side that's saying, you know, the kid did a good thing, and you got the other side that's saying, you know, he's a murderer, and, and what's the truth in that, too? And, I mean, I, I don't know. I, you know, but until the facts come out, I mean, who am I to judge? And Well, let's just look at George Floyd. When the facts came out, when the Europeans released the videos, oh my that, lord! You know, yeah. Now, you, now you got a different spin on it. Changes your whole perspective, and that's the and that's the sad part. I already heard that uh, Wisconsin says that Kenosha does not have body cams. They do have they do have audio um, body audio body recorders, but they do not have video. So ultimately, they have all that you know the audio portion of it, but it's not going to show you. You're not going to see what he was seeing, you know, and no, there's too uh, many people with cell phones with videos out there. Well, it's in front of the it's front of, in front of the DOJ what? now, hey, so you want to defund the police? I mean, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, take away their body cams. I don't know if you saw that last night. Rand Paul, Rand yeah. Paul does not want to defund the police. No, did you see all that that happened last night? With, sure did. You know, he got and attacked, I, and I hate to say I think it, he's got a couple broken ribs, but. Well, that was the last time he got attacked. Oh, okay. That's when well, he got I, attacked at his home. His yeah, neighbor lung, attacked lung, him. Lung punctured, um, ribs broken. That was um, a year ago. I know, but what was this? What, what happened this one? I mean, I heard, but I can't remember what. When when Rand Paul and his wife were leaving the um, the uh, White House last night. Yeah. They they were actually they, they took the bus to get away from the the mob or you know everything that was going on out on Lafayette, you know everything that was out there. And they got dropped off because they, and where they got dropped off at, they had to walk two blocks back to their um, hotel they were staying at. And once they were on the street, the mob just kind of, like he said, he says, first there was 30 of them, next there was 60 of them, next there was 120 of them, and the cops were kind of surrounding them, trying to protect them, but they... They were screaming obscenities at him, it, you know, and, and I saw an interview with him this morning and he said, you know, the funny thing is, he says, he says, you know, not, not only the concern, but he says, they're yelling at us about, you know, about things that they just don't get. He says, they, they were telling idiots. me to say Brianna Taylor. Yeah. And he says, you know, look, I'm, do they understand that I'm the one that I'm an wrote, advocate wrote the and wrote bill the book in the for, book or the book for yeah, the no knock warrants. The yeah. You know, so, <laughs> but he did go on to say, and what I liked when I saw, um, more of his interview he went on to say that this goes so much deeper than 
these aren't just local people from Washington, D.C. These aren't just, you know, this is an organized attack, and, and these are people that are from out of town that are getting getting flown in to create this this chaos and, and, and create all of this, this unrest. Defund the police and fund the, you know, whatever you are and wherever you came from. How you got funded? Why you're there? You know? <laughs> well, I mean, we, we know. It's, we know the names, you know. Well, I, I think he's absolutely right, and hopefully somebody like him getting attacked, you know, him and his wife getting attacked the way they were, maybe that'll be enough to spark something, something to happen. I mean, because it doesn't apparently matter when it's just the average guy on the street or the average cop on the street that's that's getting attacked or the mob's going after. But, you know, maybe when you have a high-profile uh, congressman like Rand Paul that gets attacked, maybe something's going to happen. And, and he did blatantly say um, that that he feels that there's more to it and they need to start making arrests because there's only way they're going to find out who these people are, where they're from, what they're doing, and what's going on is that they start arresting these people and they start making investigations. And, you know, even if it's just a part-time, you know. Well, here's I, the thing. They're arresting, arresting the people and the uh, uh, justice system just lets them go. For sure. You know. But that's why you have to get the FBI involved. That's why you have to get the feds involved. So it goes further than that. It's not just, it's not just local, you know, local catch and release or you know the yeah. the, the the cashless bail, it, it, all that kind of stuff that goes on. It's, you know, it, it there's more to it, and it there's goes more a lot, to it. There's a lot goes a lot deeper than that. So um, yeah, it, it, we'll have to see where Deep it goes. State. So you have to see where it goes. But he believes there's a, there's a whole lot bigger conspiracy going on than than just. Uh, you know, just a bu- just, just an angry mob from the local area that decided to come out and protest and, and, and cause problems. So. Right. The first time any one of you makes a wrong move, I'm going to kill the whole lot of you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bogart knew it back then. Right. Jeez. Right. Right. <laughs> hey. So that's uh that's that's been this week and week in review as far as uh, as far as the violence goes on. Um. What else did we have? Oh, here's a good one. You know, it, it, and I don't know if I told you this. I worked in. A, I worked when I got out of high school. It was kind of one of my first jobs uh, when I was just getting senior year and when I was just getting out of high school. But when I, uh, one of my first jobs of working in a funeral home, and you know, it's whoa, it's when you do that job, it's almost kind of one of those things that's in the back of your head. But this just came out this week that um, I think um, of that. I think of the uh, the series uh, Six Feet Under. Yeah, yeah. I've never watched it, dude. Six Feet Under is a great show. Great show. I was mad when they got rid of it. Yeah, I've never watched it. Never all, every, watched all it. All seasons, all the way front or beginning to end. Okay. Yeah, Six Feet Under. Yeah, worth ne- a watch. Never seen it. Oh yeah, never seen you it. You want a behind the scenes funeral home crap? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, this is about as bad as it gets because here's here's what happened. Um, Southfield Fire Department released a statement that um, they responded to a call. And when the paramedics arrived, they found a 20-year-old who was not breathing. They performed CPR and gave her other uh, reviving methods for almost 30 minutes. And giving the medical readings and the condition of the patient, it was determined at the time that she was she did not have signs of life. So to go on with the rest of the story, later that night, they found out that this woman was still alive. When she was at the funeral home, she was found <laughs> alive at the Detroit funeral home after being declared dead. She was still breathing. For how long? Uh, hours? hours 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 yeah if you look at the amount of time that you know that, Whoa, that how much fentanyl this was in her system 734 
when uh, when Southfield fire was called, I'm just and, saying, and they discovered um, um, between 11:30 and noon on Sunday, that's when the employees. So this is like a day, you know, 18 hours later, between 11:30 and noon on Sunday is when the employees at the funeral home found found her and, and claimed that she was still breathing. I think she got a hold of some snake oil. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that, she found she found some snake oil. Well. Thank somebody, goodness. somebody gave her some snake oil. Thank goodness they figured it out before uh, they before they started poking and prodding and and uh, yeah, get that big vein, shoving that, shoving get that, that big, needle in that, there, that needle in there where it starts draining your blood. Yeah, it's like no, right, right in your neck. <laughs> Can you imagine waking up to that? <laughs> that wouldn't be any fun at all. <laughs> well, what did you take to the to fool the 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 responders that? <laughs> You weren't breathing. Who knows? There's more to that story, I'm sure. Yeah, you well, know. there's always, you know, <laughs> who, who there's knows? There's always three sides to the story. <laughs> there's your side, right. my side, and yep. then the truth. <laughs> yeah, who knows? I, you That's know, crazy. I, That'd I, be crazy, dude. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. You yep. know, you hear, you see some of the movies where, you know, you get the, the bodies get into the morgue or whatever, and they'll, they'll blow a fart or gas or they'll... <gasps> You know, air comes out of their mouth or whatever. You know, I mean, sure. you you I've I've seen seen movies where you know corpses do that. You know, yep. the movies. But you know, <laughs> you're still alive. <laughs> and do you know this? Back back in the day, I've heard I've heard a story. Okay, they when they didn't know if you were dead or alive. What would they do if you were in the box? They would put a string with a bell on it. And if you were still alive and you were down in the box, there was a string that went into your um, your pine box. And uh, if you were still alive, you could pull that string and the bell would ring and, like, get me out of here. I'm, I'm still alive. You know. He says he's not dead. Yes, he is. I'm not. He isn't? Well, he will be soon. He's very ill. I'm getting better. No, you're not. You'll be stone dead in a moment. Oh, I can't take him like that. It's against regulations. I don't want to go on the car. Oh, don't be such a baby. I can't take him. I feel fine. Well, do us a favour. I can't. Well, can you hang around a couple of minutes? He won't be long. No, I've got to go to Robinson's. They've lost nine today. Well, when's your next run? Thursday. You think I'll go for a walk? You're not fooling anyone, you know. Look, there's now something you can do. I feel happy. I feel happy. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Not all. Hmm. You ever hear anything about that? No, I sure didn't. No, it's no. It's, it's a truism. I'm not. I can't make this up. I wouldn't even waste <laughs> it. Waste the, our listeners' time if that wasn't a thing. I believe you. Yeah, thank I you. Believe thank you. Because we've never lied to anybody on this show. No, we, and we don't ever intend to. No, you know, no, so. no. A couple couple times there's been some uh, misreported information, but redact. Uh, or, but, uh, but yeah, we try to redact everything we do. Yes, so. and we will correct ourselves even if we give you misinformation for some reason because. We've got misinformation from misinf- <laughs> misinformed people, right? Well, the uh, mis- yeah, things, you know, the misinformatives, the misinformatives. Yeah, that's a great name for the ba- a band. <laughs> misinformatives. What was the other one that we had the other day? Well, it was uh, a, I think it was the, a song. Oh no, it was it? Uh, yeah, it was a song. It was your first song, so it'll be the first song by the misinformatives. The misinformatives. So yes. Well, on that note, uh, from from going from uh, being dead to alive, I think it's probably a great time to play to, some uh, dead or alive. To uh, Oh yeah! Yeah, brother! On a Friday night, a little bit of old Smokey. 
The new, uh, the new, the new feature that we keep seeing uh, showing up is uh, Old Smoky. I'm having a little bit of watermelon, and the preacher man's having a little bit of uh, what is that? Uh, I, I'm doing the salty watermelon. With oh, you're you. having the salty watermelon with me? Yeah, I got into okay. some. I got into a shot of Dickel earlier, and then I did a shot of the um, salted caramel that I bought. That's what it was. I brought a fifth over. That's what it was. Just to try it out. I wonder if I'd like that better if that was chilled too. I love the I love the watermelon Damn, chilled. That's I'm, yeah. You did yours. I'm gonna try mine like, right now. I like that a lot. But you got to shut me up first. To, so I can do a that's always a difficult process, but I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, old smoky right from Tennessee, salty caramel. I think they got a few flavors, but that's not bad. So far, we got watermelon and salty caramel. So do you want to put that in the freezer though? Robot bartender, get that one chilled out a little bit. You know, when we first did it, it, it tasted just like uh, the butter shots, or uh, that's, the butter crowns. That's that's what I thought of Crown too. Royal and with and the I butter wonder, shots. Yeah. I wonder if it'll have a different flavor once it's chilled. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, that wasn't my favorite, but I don't like that really sweet, sweet stuff. Where the watermelon, I can still taste the whiskey in the watermelon. So it is not, too. It is in there. It's not. Uh, it's not as uh, dominant as as the uh, as the other one as in sweet. So. Okay, well, not not talking, not getting too far off track or here, whatever. But I picked up some uh, Blake's Hard Cider since we're on the subject of drinking. Okay, uh, it's called a uh, uh, Triple Jam, and it's from uh, their own backyard there, where I am going this Sunday. I'm going to Blake's Orchard, and I heard they had peach donuts down there. Peach donuts. I'm never. I love peach. I love peachy things. I'm not gonna lie, man. I love peach cider. I love you know. I love peach cobbler. Uh, Where'd they get their peaches from? I. Blake's Orchard, it's right there. Okay, as long I, as I they're mean, growing their own peaches, because you know they're on the recall list. That's what I'm saying. So uh, <laughs> this is, a, it's called a triple jam. This is a strawberry, blackberry, and raspberry. All right. And uh, I had you try some earlier. You weren't a fan of it. Um, a fan in a can, you know, out of a can. I don't mind drinking certain things out of a can. Like, I'll drink a Miller Lite out of a can. I have no problem. I prefer it instead of out of a bottle. Right. I, I just do. Right. Certain things like Mountain Dew. I'd rather drink Mountain Dew out of a can than um, uh, the plastic bottle. Okay. I don't know why. It just tastes different. I don't know if it's colder. Oh, I no, I agree know, with I just, you. I don't know if it's how it's processed or bottled. I don't know. Well, I've I've always been a can drinker, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, the Bud Light, I always drank that out of a can. Um, you know, the Labatt's, I like that out of yep. a can. That's you what know, you're doing just, right uh, now. And yeah. I got the, I, I got the Blake's. There's a few things that I do like out of the bottle, um, mm-hmm. but it's a select few. But there's certain things... Like Pepsi, you know, if I'm gonna drink Pepsi, I'd rather have Pepsi out of a plastic bottle than I would a can. Really? Yeah, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just, just yeah, it just is. different tastes, and it's a taste, and, and there's definitely right. a taste difference. You're right. It is a different thing. You know? it's, it's 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 its own entity type thing. And I got a lot of friends of mine. Maybe that's why I started drinking Bud Lights out of a can because I got a lot of friends of mine that won't drink it out of a can. They'll only drink it out of a bottle. So I figured if I show up with a case of cans, they're, they're all gonna, mine. They're not going to touch the Exactly. That is why, and I've told the story. So, I'm pretty sure it's no, probably all psychological. It is. That's why I switched over from when I was younger to um, it was drinking Bud or Bud Light and uh, Marlboros or Marlboro Lights or Marlboro Reds and I said you know I'm gonna I'm just gonna drop the F-bomb because I haven't done it in a while so I said <laughs> yeah, not this show anyways. no I just said so <laughs> f- I'm going to show up with a pack of menthols and Miller Light <laughs> so I show up to this euchre party and I'm drinking Miller Light and menthols and everybody's like what the I'm not going to do it, so we don't have to delete it. Right. Um, not drop the F-bomb. Um, but, yeah, so I show up, and nobody touched my Miller Lite, and nobody's. I could leave my pack of cigarettes sitting there for the whole night, and nobody touched them. All yours. All mine. It was all mine. And I got so used to it, you know, and it just pissed everybody off. Yep. 
that they couldn't drink my beer and smoke my cigarettes when I got up from the table playing euchre to go take a piss, you know? It was like, right on. And if you did, you've seen the cigarette, you know that they got in that cigarette or that the, your Miller Lite or whatever because yep. you're the only one doing it. Yep. yep. So, yeah, it saved me a lot of money when I was younger. <laughs> I smart. I, I'm not, you know, I wasn't the... Wasn't the sharpest tool in the shed, but I wasn't. Uh, knew how to save money when you I didn't knew have how to much, save, right? Yeah, when I didn't have much, and it was like we were taking. <laughs> you know, we'd throw parties on purpose just to take the returnables back, just so we could have another party the next night. I can afford a twelve pack and right. a pack of smokes tonight. Yeah, how many? I how get, many? So. You know, I mean, we were down to the last dime on the, you know, the can. You know, it's like, what do we got enough for, man? Show up and cash it all in. <laughs> you know, scrape a few on the way there or whatever. Right. But yeah. Right. Yeah. Those were the days. <laughs> no, but that's a true story. That's why I still smoke. Uh, menthol and Miller Lite. That's that's what I drink. Isn't that funny? Still to this day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we used to drink a lot of Stroh's in the day for similar reasons too. You know, that was that was nobody would drink the Stroh's. But me and my me and my buddy. That's uh, yeah. We would drink the Stroh's. Take that to the party because nobody yeah. else is drinking that. So <laughs> well, besides besides this this uh, uh, Blake's Triple Jam, um, I was going to pick up the new Peach uh, Stroh's. They have a. They, do you hear about it or no? It's, I have it's not. It's kind of new. It's flying out the shelves, I guess. Uh, you know, party store I go to can't keep it on the shelf. Okay. So, but they had one pack in the left or in the back, and they said, you know, if you want it or whatever. And you know, we tried that Stroh's thing for a minute. You know, remember we brought yeah it back the new in one for a yeah, minute or that, whatever, and yeah, it wasn't we, uh, particularly you know that good or whatever. And I'm still trying to figure out if that was because they were supposed to go back to the original Stroh's, and I'm not sure if that one that you brought was was the original. their original that they were supposed to be going back to, or if that was just a. A new style they were trying, but right. Ugh, that's how it made me feel. Is the one we had it was kind of well. They got the iced coffee, and now they got the peach or whatever. Right. So you know, right. I I wasn't tempted to try it. You know, I looked at it and I was like, you know what? You know, eh, maybe sell, maybe sell, one day sell it to somebody else. Maybe one day. Well, I'm saving a peachy thing for uh, Blake's on the uh, Sunday. There you go. There so, you go. Yeah, I'm gonna get my peach on. Get your peach on. Fuzzy peaches. Well, millions how of the, peaches. How the peaches, peaches are going to fare with the uh, with the uh, in, in Georgia with the uh, hurricane mm-hmm. going through there? But uh, yeah. did you see that hurricane come in this week? Boy, oh boy! Holy I only, moly! I lived through six of them down in Southwest Florida. Now it, that thing had to come all the way across the Atlantic, up around the tip of Florida, and then into the Gulf just to hit this thing. That's crazy. Well, and the, you know, and the thing was, what was strange is what the Gulf did to it because it was a tropical storm, yep. and it was it was it wasn't even close to a tropical storm for a long time. And I mean, it went across Puerto Rico, and it was just a tropical storm. Laura, tracking Laura. Yeah, that's what. And and man, all of a sudden, when it got in the middle of that Gulf, it, does. it just exploded, and it went from a Category One to a Category Two to a Category, and it hit landfall. Category four, it basically should have been considered a category five because I think it peaked out at 150 mile an hour winds. And it's, when it made landfall on Tuesday, it was, yep. holy crap. Yeah, they it said was, 20 foot waves. I've, I've seen the devastation. I've been in the waves. I, got, I told you guys stories on this podcast about jumping off the pier with a boogie board and getting caught in undertoes and right. swimming sideways. You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's no joke, man. But they these are, this is something you, you they say evacuate evacuate man you know and what? they saved countless lives this time because people got smart on this and they one. listened and they listened and then you watch the one inter- uh, interview the 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 one cop and he's going look there's there's 
there's going to be one person here to save you. Yeah. And that's God. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he goes, and you better have some faith, man, because we ain't showing up. We, we ain't doing this, you know? And they warn those people is like, no. And we, that's exactly what happened the next day. Cause you saw, you saw the people, the calls are coming in they're saying, we need help. We need help for the people that stayed around. We need help. We need to help. And the first responders are saying, yeah, we, there's nothing we can do because yeah, we, we have rules we have to follow. We cannot come to you until those till those peak winds drop below 50 miles an hour. That's it's just that's what it's it just is. the way it's you written. You got down power lines, you got electricity in the water, uh whatever washed up. You might have a bull shark floating around your house in your basement. <laughs> right. I mean, you don't know. You might have jelly, you might have a school of jellyfish. Yeah. You know, yeah. banging around out there, you know. You don't know what's in that water. Well, know? at least fortunately with that one, what 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 I've heard, and I, mean, I heard this from a, from a weather guy yesterday, is he said the one thing, the one saving grace, because as big and, and, and powerful as that storm was, the one saving grace was the speed it was moving at. Yeah. So they didn't get that normal storm surge that they get, you know, that, that wave surge, that, that, that high tide surge, where I think they only had... I think for the most part they only had like eight to twelve foot of storm yeah, it was surge. Kind of more leveled out than and, you know, the big. But it was, it was moving fifteen to twenty miles an hour from for the last you know for the last uh, hundred miles. Yep, and, and it picked up speed. And it just flew right inland. Yep. So and then it then it kind of hung out and hovered. But uh, but yeah, yeah but they I said was, all the way up through uh, you know Louisiana, Texas, Mississippi. You know they they got uh, repercussions already. Uh, you know over in uh, uh, bottom of, of uh, Tennessee. And stuff. Yes, they're, they're getting they're getting uh, a little bit of repercussion, but not you know not nearly as much. Well, and the predictions still, the effects, I saw, effects, uh, and I haven't looked at it today, but the predictions I saw at the end of the, of yesterday was they they almost feel the way it's making the turn for whatever reason it's following the jet stream and it's making the turn, and they think it may go back out in the Atlantic and reform. And well, then so it's going to have to go to the east. It's going to have to go all the way across from the, you know. And that's mid, exactly what it's doing. The middle of the United States all the way back over yep. to the east or whatever. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a of a hell of a thing. Yeah, so they're know. just not sure how much how much force it's going to maintain as it moves over and if it'll reform when it gets there. It might just dissipate on land and that'll you, be the that, end of it. But, nine out of ten times it does. It, yeah. it won't. Yeah, but that but, was. But you have, you know, you know and I know it's a, the butterfly effect. Right. You know. That, right. that little thing could spark a whole nother little thing that sparks a whole nother thing. That's a butterfly effect that just keeps going. And they'll tell two friends and so Oh, wait a minute. I had that so up on. here. I had that up here. Can I play that drop? Because we haven't done that one in a while. I don't know. I, had, I had it right up here. Yeah, I can. And they'll tell two friends. Now you got it. And so on. And now you got it. And so on. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Well, you saw Jerry that Farwell uh, resigned from uh, from his university. Oh, little sex scandal. Yeah, you know, not he's, like a little sex scandal in the middle of everything. Well, and you know, you know, they're always, you know, they're 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 always such good guys. Everybody that's, you know, every one of those preachers that's, you know, involved in whoa, whoa, in, whoa, in, whoa, in whoa, the, uh, whoa, whoa, in, whoa, in the big dollar world. Oh yeah, you know, that's not me. Sorry. The, <laughs> yeah, sorry. you said preacher, and I every one of those I started freaking out. Preachers that is. Involved in the big dollar world, he said big dollar. That, yeah, that was... seems to fall into a scandal of some kind. But uh... broke out in a sweat there. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, uh, apparently, from the the accusations, his wife has been having uh, an affair with a young intern or or somebody of the like, twenty uh, year old. Uh, I don't know what they call him in that in that part of the world. Whether he's an intern or an assistant or. A, but yeah, his wife has been uh, having the sexual relationship, and and supposedly, 
allegedly. I'll go with allegedly. Uh, Jerry Farwell's supposed to uh, like to watch all that while that goes on. So really, so yeah. So that's uh, that's what came out this week, and and so finally, after enough uh, enough poking and prodding, and can you say that with that story? Well, that sounds like one of the, some. Uh, I got some. I got some. Uh, I got some eleven letter words coming up. And, um, and, you know, Does it have anything to do here. with poking and prodding? Well, no, it's just uh, there's one up here, and you know, it's capitalized in red, and it's uh, adulterized. Yeah, well, yeah, that, there's eleven. It's in there. That's, eleven letter uh, word his, for you. His wife would fall in that category right. if if uh, if the allegations are true, but ultimately he decided to resign. So adulterated, I mean, adulterated. Yeah. So we'll see see where that goes from there. But well, here's one for us. There's another. I'm I'm, I'm jumping the gun here with these eleven letter words, but man, this is fun. That's all right. I'm counting them. Alcohol, alcoholized. Yeah, see, now you only got nine left. <laughs> no. <laughs> alcoholized. No, we're just putting them in the show. I haven't got to the top 11 yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> alcoholized. Yeah. You, know. you mean like all these guys? Who's that? All these guys that went to Sturgis last week? You think they were all alcoholized? Oh, all the masculine men yes. on the motorcycles? All the masculine men have supposedly uh, taken cases of coronavirus from Sturgis back to eight different states. So they're, uh, they, uh, they, they spread the virus. They got blacked. They up. spread the love and they spread the virus after they got alcoholized in Sturgis for a week. So. They got blackjacked. <laughs> so, yeah, they got oh, boom, passed, passed it around. They got boom, boondoggled. That's <laughs> so, yep, uh, That's not a. That's not an A word. That's no, a, but it's yeah. I know. <laughs> this is fun. You, you asshole. I know. <laughs> I told you what I was going to put on my Facebook. <laughs> yes, yes. Assholes are like friends. Yep. Everybody's got one, and friends are like assholes. Or assholes are like friends. Everybody's got one, and friends are like assholes. Everybody's got one. I think it's going to be a country song. I think I'm going to write another country song. Just some uh, are bigger than others. Right. But you're. But what did I say? I said when your friends start being an asshole, you know, you can be an asshole to your friend. See how I'm flip-flopping things? You know, you just how you, it's just how you word it. Spin it around, put it in a blender. S- yep. Like a little limp biscuit. <laughs> that's what those guys did, man. They put their music in a blender and just spit it out there, and that's what you get, man. Well, I think that's what uh, Nancy Pelosi does, too. <laughs> yeah. Kind yeah, of like, looks yeah. like some she she might have got a little close to the blender one time. Did, man. did you hear all her conversations this week? I, yeah, I did. Yeah, she's I uh, did. she's uh, she's just, she's first of all she's telling Biden not to concede the election no matter what. Joe Ben Lyon. Yep, he cannot concede the I've election. I've been waiting all show to say that. No matter what, Joe Ben Lyon. Joe cannot concede the election. No, that's the first thing she's telling him. Right now she's telling him that he shouldn't uh, he shouldn't debate Donald Trump either. We knew that. Yeah. But that came out of her mouth? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Why? 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 Well, why? that's... That. Why? What's the question? Why? Where? So, so why? here's why? my question. No, where's the question? Yeah, I mm-hmm. need the question. I need the We why. had the same question. We were sitting here listening to that news cycle yesterday. I and need I the went, why. I, I wanted the why, too. And Judge Napolitano has a has a potential thought on that. Really? And I don't know if you know this. No, because I don't even know who this judge is. So... Um, yeah, Judge Napolitano. He's a uh, he's a, basically a, a contributor to the news now. Um, he does a lot at Fox News, but he's a contributor to the news. He's a, okay. basically a retired judge. Okay, but um, but he does a lot of speaking. But he said, "Here's something to think about." He explained, "If the Democrats retain retain their majority in the House, and appear, appears likely they will, and if they choose Mrs. Pelosi, knowing that at the point that is potentially coming." They're choosing the president of the United States, and she would be because 
if Donald Trump's Donald Trump's term runs till noon on January, uh, what is it, January twentieth, right? When his term's over, his term is over, and if they have not decided the election because oh, the mail-in votes haven't come in or they no. they're fighting back and forth, technicality. If if the election has not been determined. By January 20th, you know who becomes president at that point? Fuck. Speaker of the House. Her, yeah, I know. Speaker of the House. Whoever is the Speaker of the House at that point. It really shouldn't. It should go to the Vice President if you were doing... doing, But that's not the way the Constitution is written. I understand The Constitution is written that that the President and the Vice President are part of that that particular that electorate and that group. Right. So it automatically I, I, I it. Right. goes to the Speaker of the House. It's a technicality. It sure is. Right. But, you know, so if he doesn't concede and they can't solve that, so on January 20th, if the Electoral College has so, not yet named a successor, November either 4th, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, December then whoever's the Speaker of the House will become the acting president of the United States. Plain two, and simple. Two months and 16 days. That's what it is. November 4th to January 20th. Correct. Two months and 16 days. Well, you know, look how fast things get done. You think that's inconceivable? Do you really think that's inconceivable? Inconceivable! As fast as they move, in as much chaos as they're already talking about and the back and forth that they're already talking about of of the way that, you know, everything's going to play out with the mail-in ballots. And, and, I mean, do you really think that that's that far-fetched that they could not have an election winner by the time they get to... January 20th? I mean, you know. It's, it's, Bullshitted. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just going to, dude, I'm going to blurt saying. out 11. I'm gonna, this is going to be the whole show for the rest of the night. I'm just kidding. It's going to be 11 letter words that I've, I'm, I'm looking up right now. And one of them is bullshitted. Look it up. Inconceivable. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, then, then you get bushwhacked. It, it may or may not be, but it was just a it was just an interesting conspiracy who, theory. And who, who because the what judge, did you say? The, the judge came up with this. The judge came up with this. Okay. And 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 think about it. You know, with what you said, when I told you the two things that Nancy Pelosi had done this week, and you said why, and I why so she didn't have to do anything. Wild ass speculation, but we'll see what happens. She didn't have to we'll, do anything. She's you know, probably just sitting back and waiting, laughing. Laughing. I'm going to be president. She's I'm going like, to be president. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what, you're probably going to be part of the dead Kennedy club. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. Well, I, I'm, I just, said it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's, uh, I know what you're saying. Stranger things have happened, and, and it would not shock me one bit that that, that, that whole election cycle drags on and drags on and drags on and drags on. Well, I got I got something for you real quick here. I might, I might, yeah. Not you. <laughs> well, I figured you played that for me just because I brought it up in the first place. No, not you. No, I know. I, would never, I know no. you're rooting for for uh, for Pelosi. I, yeah. I, deep down in your heart, I'm like, yeah. It's, I, I know. I know you want her as president. Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> see see how much she can get everything done and fast track everything as soon as she gets in that office that's yeah. it i'm out of here i'm putting the headphones down i'm done carry on i will not uh, no i'm done all right i'm walking out all I'm right done. that's it well, well show's over okay. i'm out of here all right yeah <laughs> you're walking too robot bartender's walking hey, too. everybody's out well We're done. 
I guess it, I guess at the at this point, you know, it's probably it's you know, I mean, we we no, covered so much know. of it last week, so it's probably time that we cover a little bit of the uh, a little bit of the RNC this week. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it, oh, uh, we can do that. Yeah, no, it's uh, I I mean, holy moly, you know, there was there was there was a lot, there was a lot. Yeah, there was a lot. So out of that out of that whole thing you saw this week, what's what stood out to you? Um. Actually, I kind of liked uh, Ivanka when she gave the speech on Thursday. Okay. You know, yesterday. She, I didn't, there's a lot of peroxide going around. <laughs> and a lot of, lot of the blondes, you know, that were up there, you know. But there was a lot of peroxide. But I, for what came out of her mouth, she impressed me as far as intelligence, big words. <laughs> you know, I'm she's a, a very intelligent girl. You know, yeah, I'm no a, doubt I'm, about it. Yeah, because I'm a fan of big words. You know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but no, she seemed very informative. Very, um, oh, the word, um, not uh, not truthful, but she seemed very um, um, excited, real, and determined, and real. Um, yeah, I guess so. Um, very um, kind of down to earth with the people, like almost humbled, like kind of maybe her father is a little bit okay and she did say that he does do yeah, some he's very humble <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> i think he i think with his brother passing away and other oh, sure other things that changes that, uh, yeah other things that have um you know happen and hard decisions with him fighting against the um bu- bu- bum, you know uh what 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 do you have the hard time with uh shoot um trying to change trying to change your mind with the uh Oh, it's right at the tip of my tongue. You know, trying to change uh, somebody. He had a hard time with something, but he got it done. And he always he delivers. That's the whole thing that I like that he delivers. And I, I couldn't believe that there were so many people that showed up for this thing that actually Thursday, I'm talking about Thursday. Right. You know, um, at the White House lawn. Uh, very, very, very cool. But what I didn't, what stands out with me is what I kind of don't like. And I like Chris Wallace a lot. But he, he's playing both sides of the fence, I think, sometimes. That's a newsman's job. It I mean, is. That's what and, he's supposed to and do. And I understand. Absolutely. And, and, you know, he's almost like critic sometimes against Trump. Like, he's almost got something against Trump, which I haven't seen so much with this, um, you know, convention. Okay. Um, you know, someone uh, being like that. But I guess he does have to be that kind of guy. But he wasn't, he wasn't a but speaker never, at the convention. No, 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 no. But it, when they reported after and oh, know, the analysis, just, yeah, just the analysis. Yeah, the news people. They, they, they're supposed to be very, uh, very much um, two sided to it. I mean, sure. that's, you know, that's the, that's their job is to make sure that right. But when you're watching, when you're watching this, you know, like I do, you know, they seem to all kind of gang up, which is no problem. But if that's the way you are, that's the way you are. But someone has to definitely be biased and. You know, should be give, fair and balanced. I mean, that's balanced, what that's yeah. what uh, that's what Fox stands on is. You know, if you want to look at that as a news news show, I but, mean, it's not CNN. Right. We know CNN is is very liberal, one sided. But but did you, know, you see when they put the uh, Biden commercial on for presidency? Is is <laughs> they it was a minute, minute and a half maybe, and it was they they, and I was like, why did they put the Biden Biden for president? Right in the middle of the RNC, because the Biden pan- campaign probably paid that bill. They probably—that's what I mean. They yeah, probably paid absolutely. Now, why? What was their agenda? Agenda to put that 
in there. You know, to dig, was that a dig? Was that a same agenda? Know, they, I mean, same agenda as President Trump had last week, while the DNC, where where the where the opposition is supposed to be silent, the same agenda that President Trump had last week, that just before and during everything that was going on during the Democratic National Convention. President Trump was out there running rallies, and President Trump was out there making speeches, and President Trump was out there doing Hannity and interviews. Right, but you're never going to see a Trump uh, ad campaign or anything on CNN. But I did. No, I, I, well, I don't watch CNN, so I guess oh, yeah. I, I guess I can't see yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, honestly, I mean, Trump's going to pay to put something on CNN, and they're going to do it. Sure. You know, as far as, Absolutely. as Fox is going to put that's, a, a Biden, a Harris. That's just good media. That's just good media. I mean, if you're going to if you're going to advertise, you got to advertise everywhere. If you're going to market, you got to market everywhere. And and why wouldn't you go on? I just can't believe that no I the strategy behind it and the bureaucracy and all the other stuff. It was just like, wow, I just didn't I didn't I didn't think Fox would cater to that. I'd be disappointed that they didn't. I would be absolutely disappointed that they didn't. They should. I I was shocked. Yeah, no, I'm I, just saying I was shocked. Yeah, and it would shock just, me just if because they didn't. just because of you know what I watch on Fox and this and that. I didn't you know, and I was like you know I guess maybe they, you know it just made me think. That's all. That's what stood out. You know, watching a watching Fox and watching a bot uh, a Biden Harris. Uh, campaign and tv i don't know why they wouldn't i mean i know if the the dollars are getting paid and that's the strategy then hell yeah you know take the money and and go with the strategy and you know that's that's what uh that's what the opposing campaign is supposed to do and that's and that's the one thing that everybody was bitching about last week with uh with you know with the democratic national convention because the, the the way it's always been done and we all know president trump doesn't do things the way they've always been done but the way things that always have been done is whoever's convention it is the other party does not do anything they kind of just basically go go dark for that particular period of time they and, got bullwhacked and 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 president trump didn't do that one bit i mean he was out there every day during the democratic national convention doing interviews and doing rallies and flying here and flying there. And, you know, that's what he chose to do. So, you know, that's he's going to change the rules. They're going to change the rules. You know, I mean, that's that's oh. uh, that's the way it works. Well, all right. Point taken. You know, that's nope, point taken. That's that's just that's just the way it works. But but you can't blame Fox for that because I mean, no. Fox is Fox, no, I'm not. Fox is is supposed to be a you know a, a fair and balanced, unbiased uh, news source like like they all are supposed to be, which we know a large percentage of them aren't. But um, yeah, if you're going to be unbiased and mainstream, and I mean, you got to take whoever's ads come. No, in I mean if, when I thought about it, and you know that was you just said you know what was the one thing that stood out, and I was like that was you know i was like okay well i mean guess you had to do it i mean okay you know i mean i guess you had to do it well i think the biggest thing that stood out to me was the huge uh, um the number one the huge amount of production i mean that was that was oh the uh, fireworks at the end i mean when you go from when you go from starting off uh starting off and running a week long on a zoom meeting where you're spending all week looking at um you know at, at at 30 screens on your screen and them, you know, clicking people off of a Zoom meeting um, to <laughs> to this, you know, when that when that show opened Monday night at eight thirty, and the whole production and the whole broadcast and the whole media cycle that they that they they started off with their intro was just was just mass production. 
and you know and it just started off from there and kind of set the tone and then from there but the but the one probably biggest thing that i saw that i didn't see out of the dnc last week was i saw a huge amount of patriotism and i did not see that i just didn't see that last week i didn't see the patriotism and 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 rah rah america and rah rah country and and you know yeah i think at one point thank, they thank god for our country and and you know god will help us and god will protect us and you know we stand for our flag we stand for the you know i mean it's just all that, of those that, things that made me feel something that that was super cool i'm i'm sitting back in my recliner watching my big screen and i'm just like you know what that's america to me yeah. you know i mean that that patriotism that that's i think that's what i miss you know about what's going on about a lot of things is that that form of uh, unity like we're all in this together yep and you know we're just so divided lately that it's you know it's sad that you know Rodney King had to say you know why can't we all just get along I mean but there's some truth to that you know sure. it's like why can't we all get along no. why 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 are we doing this and now you know we kind of know why you know we don't have all the details or whatever but I mean you a lot of people know why and when you feel something and you try to change, you know, the way people feel, it takes a lot. But here's the other thing. A lot of Democrats are jumping over to the Republicans uh, that were um, liberals or conservatives or Democrats, and they're, they're jumping to the Republican Party. That's what I've seen. Some of those speakers that got up, you know, and, uh, you know, and did their, well, know, I wouldn't the- say, I wouldn't say testimonies, but, you know gave up and did their thing you know you know they spoke and they did their thing i mean you had the you had the uh the farmers and the steel workers and the cattle ranchers and the farm you know i mean all those people gave up and you know that that was super cool to me you know the heart of america well look at the poll numbers i mean just just from last week and i'm actually interested to see what the poll numbers look like next week as much as i believe in them um, but they are an interesting barometer just to see the, the fluctuation, the changes in them. But look at the poll numbers between uh, last week and this week. And, you know, obviously this week's poll numbers aren't in, so we have no idea what the what the RNC has done for for the numbers. But just from last week, the DNC, well, the no, Democrats— Well, no, it's only been 24 hours. The Democrats actually got no bump whatsoever in, in their poll numbers. And now the, the numbers from last week are finally coming in. And President Trump actually got a few percentage points in the numbers from last week. Oh, yeah. So you know, it's it's pretty interesting when you have a Democratic convention and and the Republican, the opposing the, party, the, the you know the Republican um, is actually getting the bump on the numbers. So that just goes to speak volumes of what you know what happened. But I felt I felt that that the Republicans did a really really good job. Of of touching you know with all the people they had touching on all those all those hot buttons that seemed to be the thing, and you know like like Monday night one of the ones that stood out to me was that Kim Kasich from um from from New Baltimore or I mean not from New Baltimore that she's running for a, a congressional seat in Baltimore yeah the black lady um that uh, yes yeah, yeah. Yep. and yep. she actually did a video of her walking through New Baltimore Maryland yeah. Uh, Which and, is just a devastated town and just such a mess. And it's run it, by de- uh, Democrats for how many years? Over 50 years? Uh, or I, it, close I think to, she said 40. 40 it, I don't yeah. want to misquote her, but I want to say she said 40, 42, 47, somewhere right. in there. But yes, Close to 50 or whatever. Yeah, but Long it's enough. definitely well than 40 years. Long enough. And, you know, and, and she made a statement that was very powerful. She said, you know, she says the Democrats assume that the black people will vote for them no matter what. 
Right. And and, and that just stood out to just me. Just because that's the way it's been. And that was kind of the beginning of it. But the one that really stood out to me from Monday night, probably more than anything, and there was. There because was you were of, supposed to vote. You know, black people were supposed to vote yep. for Democrats. That's what the... That's what they were taught. That's what they, you know, the Democrats were were for the black people. Yes. You know, I yep. mean, honestly, that's what they, you know, that's what they've been learned and taught, you know. And learned? Learned. <laughs> it's a Southern term. <laughs> I'm going to learn you something, boy. I mean, there was a, there was a well, lot you know of great I mean. speeches. Um, you know, I mean, of course you, of course you had, um, you know, Jim Jordan, which he just, you know, he just ran down the greatest hits, you know, which Dude. he's going to, you know, Jim Jordan is who he I is. I love, and, I don't and, know about and, you, and we haven't talked about Jim Jordan, me and you just personally. We have not talked about him. Yeah, we have from time to time. Okay, yeah. but I love Jim Jordan. I love Jim Jordan. I like his no bullshit stance. Um, Thank I, you. I, I, I really and that's do. Me. And he really does take a no bullshit stance. And I don't think Jim Jordan cares who he pisses with off. him. With him, with the impeachment, dude, he just he came out, you know, double barrel, man. He did not give a shit. And he, and he just, doesn't. And no, I, he just he will throw it at you. Yeah, he's then, not a he's not a partisan. Well, I shouldn't say partisan because he is kind of partisan, but he's not a. He's not a game player. He doesn't lean one way or the other. He's a he's a no bullshit guy. You know where Jim Jordan stands. You know he will. how he feels. He'll let you know. And and he did. And that's you know. And that's, and that's what I like about the guy. And it was a strong speech. I mean, it wasn't very long, but he uh, you know he stood up there and spit it all out and just you know said about the way his, he felt. He went through all you know President Trump's accomplishments, all his, the Republican accomplishments, yep. and 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 just ran right through it. So and I heard you know and I and the, and then on top of that, probably the one of the other ones that really stood out to me was uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see Andrew Pollack. Um, which, if you remember, Andrew Pollack is the father of Meadow that was killed in the Parkland shooting. And I did that man. Holy moly! I mean, what a strong speaker for you know for a non-politician basically. And I know he spent a lot of time standing in front of Congress and arguing you know all those things. But um, for him to stand there and just blatantly blame um, the, the Obama administration, you know, the Obama Biden administration for Meadows' death, more or less, because of their restorative justice policies that they enacted. That's all he could do was give President Trump kudos because he eliminated that. And he made sure that he got out there and got his point. And boy, he got his point. I mean, he was... Sure. You know, and you have to be compassionate about the guy. I mean, he buried his daughter because of a school shooting and just went well, on she, to talk uh, about... She was a senior. And uh, she, she covered, she covered she up. She was 17, she got, she, so I don't remember if she was senior, a junior. Senior, junior. But, uh, but they said she was a senior. And then she got shot how many times? I, and then she tried to cover up a freshman in the hallway, you know, to save a freshman's life. But then she got shot again at point blank range. Yeah, it was. It, and it, it was like, you know, what she did to save, you know. And that's why everybody knows who who Meadow was, because mm -hmm. it was it was it was such a big story. And she played such a big part in, in helping her classmates. And, and, and yeah, I mean, it was. Oh, know. here was the other thing. I don't you know. You got anything else? I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you. But uh, David Dorn. David Dorn's wife, but David Dorn's wife got up and spoke with uh with her with her kids and you know the the story that, that was she, yesterday the, the, yeah but yeah, the story I'm that still she, on Monday oh sorry <laughs> but the story that she told you know David Dorn's wife you know is like wow you know yeah no I know I know that was that was crazy yeah it 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 just stood out to me and I and I and the I mean, one what, thing what I, what people do to serve and protect absolutely even absolutely. even if they're in the uniform or non-uniform 
you know, I mean, what they what they still do after they're retired or whatever they do. Well, that's the human condition, you know? and so it should be. Right. You know, and, and that's, yeah, that's that's just part of the human condition, and, and that seems to be what a lot of people are losing touch of. Yeah, so there was a lot of heartstring tugging kind of kind of going on, but you know what? I mean, you need to feel something because I think, Absolutely. I think people are so numb right now that, like I said, once you put an idea in somebody's head, that, that idea is very, very hard to change. It's still, there's a lot of Americans out there that don't want to see this country go the other way. And, well, there's many, and they prayed it in and out all week, and, and we heard so many stories and so many different things. And and the one that I missed, and I don't know if you saw it on Monday, was um, Senator, oh, Senator Tim Scott. Yeah. And I did miss that speech. That was a, that and was I, a I big thing. I fell asleep, but um, I, you know, all I heard the next day was, that was, a big was thing with his Tim Scott. positive message and how great of a story he shared. And the one thing that stood out about him is going from picking cotton to Congress, you know, and, <laughs> and, you know, and that's a great story. It's a great story to speak of. Um, you know where things have come from, and but it leads me back to the one that I did see, and I love, I love this, um, this conversation with uh, Herschel Walker. Oh yeah, and you know Herschel Walker. Everybody knows went, Herschel went Walker. On, well, probably the millennials are going, "Who the hell is Herschel Walker?" I mean, I know Herschel Walker, but anybody our generation or older, or NFL. Even, even younger than us, NFL, you know, one of the great players, know exactly who Herschel right. Walker is. Right, but he said that and he's, he's been friends with. Trump for 37 years. Yep. And he's not a racist. Yep. You know, but I, you know, he, to me, he made a very strong speech and I'll just play a little bit of this for you because, um, I, I really enjoyed what he had to say because he just, he just didn't pull any punches and just spit it out and didn't no, it really seem to care who, who cared or who didn't. It so. was a good one. Yeah. I, I liked listening to him. It hurt my soul to hear the terrible name that people call Donald. The worst one is racist. I take it as a personal insult that people would think I've had a 37-year friendship with the races. People who think that don't know what they're talking about. Growing up in the Deep South, I've seen racism up close. I know what it is, and it isn't Donald Trump. Just because someone loves and respects the flag, our national anthem, and our country, doesn't mean they don't care about social justice. I care about all those things. So does Donald Trump. He shows how much he cares about social justice in the black community through his actions. And his actions speaks louder than stickers or slogans on a jersey. He keeps right on fighting to improve the lives of black Americans. You know, and, and that's that's a strong statement, you know, from a from a from a black man, from a black man and not just a black man, but a, a man that is 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 respected as he is. And. You know, and the other thing that really stood out to me that uh, that that Herschel had to say is at the end of his speech, you know, talking about all the all the rhetoric and and all of the the anger that everybody has. Um, you know, this stood out to me too, and this is kind of you know one of the ways that he closed it. But I but I love this comment right here, and I'll play this for you just just for the simple fact that it just it just stood out to me. His goals, people on the opposing team didn't like when I ran over them either, but that's how you get the job done. I pray every you know? night that God gives him more time. <laughs> Give him four you know, you don't like to get run over, but, you know, that's just the way he rolls, and that's the way it works in football, and that's the way it worked in Herschel's life, and, and as far as he's concerned, that's the way it works in Donald's life, too. So, Great heavens, what kind of radio show is this? The next thing I was going to cover was the big, <laughs> biggest thing that stood out to me on, on the second day was Melania's speech. Oh, but see, I'm, there But I'm not, sure, I'm not sure if... Uh, 
if I can follow that up with uh, with your last poems. Well, so. actually, that was a limerick. <laughs> How rude. You need to leave. I, oh, I got that one right here. Hold on. You need to leave. Just because. Shits and giggles. Here we go. You need to leave. Still, I know, right? Dude, it's still one of I my know, favorites. I know, right? So, well, you know, I mean, a couple other things that stood out that night, too, was, okay. um, you know, besides besides Melania, um, you know, I mean, and, and really, that was that was just, that was so strong. Um, her, and what I liked about her speech was the simple fact that she, she didn't go, she didn't go there. She, there, there was nothing, nothing about spite or hatred. All she could do was show her appreciation and, and give um enthusiasm and, and maybe that's what i was trying maybe and, that's what i was trying to say earlier you know it, it searching for the words it, it she she just i thought it was very well done and um you know it was it was almost it was almost a half hour long speech but this is just you know i mean there was many good spots and i enjoyed but this is one little thing that stood out to me let me let me play this for you this is a little bit from melania um on on tuesday night sure it is my greatest honor to serve you when I speak to members of the military, despite sacrificing time with their families, experience the fear of war or suffering loss, they have no regrets about serving our country. The same goes for their families and the families of first responders who often watch their loved ones walk out the door, not sure if or when they will come home. When I speak to families who have lost someone, the pain mixed with pride I hear in their voices is something I think about often. So thank you to all who serve our country in the military and as first responders. And thank you to the families who wait for them. You are all heroes in your own right. I have you also know, been moved that, by the many children. I, I appreciate that for the simple fact that at least in this time of, you know, defund the police and, and all, you know, for somebody to stand there and just say, we appreciate you, you know, that's an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing. So, you know, and, and I mean, she appreciated a lot of people and, and she went, she went very deep in there, but that, that spoke to me. It really did, you know, for her to, uh, to her, you know, for her to stand up there and, and, you know, make that speech and appreciate the military, and appreciate our first responders. Like I say, it goes back to the same, I felt so patriotic, you know, all week long. Anytime I turned it on, it just, it just, it, it just, it sparked that patriotism, you know, that... Uh, made you feel something. It did. It made me feel something. It made me feel proud of my country for once. And that's and, why I watched it for four nights in and, a row. And, and unlike what we're watching all week long going on in Portland and, and Wisconsin and... Because that don't make me feel patriotic at all. I don't get nothing from that it. That makes me feel angry. I and, am. I, and, you, know, you know, so... to causes to, depression. To hear stuff Anger, like that. Hatred. Know, yeah, her you know. her her speech was uh, was very moving and very touching. And, you know, and, and I heard a couple... And what was really cool was, you know, that whatever she, you know, she's got going on, Trump, you know, he he backs her, you know. And you know. it seems to. I mean, you've heard all the, you know, the back talk and the fake news and who knows if there's any of that going on over the years, you know. But but to me, they seem like they are just a uh, uh, in sync, 
you know, in sync. I, I think, think they're. He, I think they're forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, I, I do you. too. And I, you know, and she seems to stand by his side, and he seems to stand by her side because the yep. stuff that she's done for kids and it's well, the and kids it's, and the children is so quiet. You know, in the nobody n- nobody covers that. No, nobody you don't nobody see gives it. any kudos to that for the stuff that she does for the children of our country. And, no, but uh, if you well, you go back to ninety one, ninety two, and you're watching the Gulf War, yep. um, Bush on TV, dude, all we seen was. Uh, Jesus, man! Uh, tanks and bombs and explosions yeah. and heroes. And yeah. I mean, that. I mean, really, that was you know that's the way our country was going at that time. I right? Mean, there was no peace, love, and harmony. Or nope. You know, the old hippies coming out and protesting. And, you know, nothing. It's just, yeah. But you know what? Trump got that shit done, man. Took out, you know, took well, them out. You, took yeah, out the two big terrorists. You listen to the ISIS. I told you, ISIS is eradicated, gone. But what I didn't, you know, when I heard that story about the daughter that went over there and she was over there for, you know, she went to, you know, different countries and, you know, you know ISIS got a hold of her and she was raped or not, I, I can't say raped, but um, tortured and all that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, basically found out that she had died after like 18 yep. months, you know, the daughter. Yep. And all she had nothing, you know, she was probably in that dark cell and all that. And all she had was God on her side. And, Right. They still couldn't take that away from her. Nope. You know. No. Nope. And the the one girl that did escape and and uh, had that letter that she wrote, and then got it back to her mom and dad, and uh, that that was freaking awesome. That they couldn't they couldn't take away her hope. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What I mean, one way or another, uh, you know, it's sad it was too late that we didn't, you know, take care of this earlier. Sure. Or or Obama or you know. Yeah, I mean, we can go back a little bit or whatever. You can blame whoever, but I mean, everything happens for a reason. And she, you know, for that girl to go through what she did, you know, because of certain circumstances, and still had that much hope and that much fight and that much strength. Yeah, uh, that that's it, man. I I think I got that in me. You know, I mean, honestly, I do. You never know until you're put in that position. But no, uh, I know. But I I'm just saying for for that for me was like bright on you know i mean just yeah there was a lot of great moments there, you know there, there was there, there really moments. was yeah, and, I mean, we, and uh i didn't watch the whole re- thing recite you know? the whole thing for the next four days you know? yeah but, no i and i didn't watch the whole thing by any means i did but I did. um I, you know there there, there was some there's some very good moments there were some very strong stories there was a lot of it that was done for production and 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 quality and you know all of that but um it was but, a, it was a, it, it was like it was a campaign run. I mean, you only got sure. less than 70, 70 uh, I'll just say 70 days left. Yep. You know, it's, it's yep. close to it. So yeah, I mean, why why don't, you know, just like you said, put it in a blender, spin it all up and just get it all out there. I mean, this is your chance. You got 4 days on TV. Do it all. You know, I mean, do it all. Because of the circumstances, because of COVID, you know, this had to be the way it was and then, you know, every individual came up and spoke, you know. And did that, you, uh, you know, basically did, it was a testimony. Did you catch uh, Nicholas Sentiment when he was on? Which one? No, go ahead. No. no? You don't remember You don't remember Nicholas? Oh, the kid. The, yeah. Uh, the Indian that's standing in front. Oh, he got to tell his story. He did. He and did. And what a different spin on that, what you thought you knew about him. Yeah. And then when he told his story, you know, all he did was go to the store and buy a Trump hat and then go to this protest. And then the, 
Yep. You know the way the media spun it. Was it was like it was interesting know, to hear him totally listen, different. Listen to know? his story and, and and spit that out. But uh, not only once or twice, but I I've seen the same clip the, over, uh, twice. The one so, thing yeah. I I really liked out of it, out of his whole thing, is the fact that he you know of course he won he won his lawsuit his first lawsuit, CNN but, you know and he, with multiple lawsuits not yet they're, I know they're but, not all settled yet but I'm just uh, saying. But he, you know, he won one. He, had, he can go out there and speak and, and and talk about the media and what the media did to him. But this part of his speech kind of stood out to me because I'm glad to see and hear somebody that's finally standing out against the fake news. Major but news story complete with video footage. My life changed forever in that one moment. The full war machine of the mainstream media revved up into attack mode. They did so without researching the full video of the incident without ever investigating Mr. Phillips' motives, or without ever asking me for my side of the story. And do you know why? Because the truth was not important. Advancing their anti-Christian, anti-conservative, anti-Donald Trump narrative was all that mattered. And if advancing their narrative ruined the reputation and future of a teenager from Covington, Kentucky, well, so be it. That would teach him not to wear a mega hat, I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled. Yep. As in annulled, as in revoked, as in made void. Canceled is what's happening to people around this country who refuse to be silenced by the far left. Many are being fired, humiliated, or even threatened. And often, the media is a willing participant. But I would more than often, you know, and that's what that's what we see. I mean, it's it's so much more than often. I mean, often was probably a kind statement that he made, but it was. he's right. He's right, and God bless him for taking a stand for what you believe in. You know, right or wrong, and ultimately he was proven right in a court of law. But right or wrong, you should always, always take a stand for what you believe in. Yeah, you, you just you just can't kowtow to the. No, because if you don't stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. <laughs> That's a truism right there. I know that. Is that on your list? <laughs> no, it just, it's just something that I've always believed in. I mean, no. if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Who wants to be a sucker duck? Yeah. And I, th- <laughs> you know, I, so I, I think beyond that, I mean, I mean, really, you know, obviously, obviously Mike Pence, um, you know, it, I love I love him as a speaker. He's uh you know he's, he's a very, very good calm speaker. and collective, and he doesn't sway one extreme or the other. He doesn't get loud. He doesn't get soft. He does he just kind of you know he's right in the middle of the road with everything. But I did notice that I did notice that it was so un I don't know if it's a term unpence like. Um, it is now. It un, it was so unpence like for him to and it's funny you say that for him to actually get wound up and when he was talking about law and order and standing up for what's going on in this country he actually got a little fired up more it, so than i've ever it, seen it, in the last it, four it, days for mike in Pence. the last four years <laughs> in the last four days instead of the last four years yeah he did get a little fiery yeah man. it was um it, and it was good i mean it was well deserved because god knows we all got to get fired up about what's going on in this country right now and you know and, what i do i've gone on rants you know you let sure. me go i mean unnecessary or necessary one way or the other i mean but it's still a rant and Here's the thing, man. You can't keep some of that stuff bottled up, and you you can only take so much. And, and when somebody keeps pushing your buttons, and you know what? If you don't want to be a part of this, then I don't want to be a part of that. Right. You know right. what I mean? So, right. you know what? 
get on board, whatever it is. I mean, yeah, obviously you got to take your stance. I understand sure. like that. Sure. So, and whatever, you know, and just like we said with cinnamon, you know, I mean, whatever it is, take a stand for it, whether you believe it or not. And it doesn't, and your stand should not include burning and rioting and shooting and, and, and killing, but stand up for what you believe in. And, and, you well, know, I seen what, something on Facebook and it was like, okay. So you want to, uh, obviously looting isn't part of uh, rioting, or, or protesting is not part of rioting. But then, you know, the statement goes, so neither is getting uh, um, arrested and murdered. And I was like, okay, there, you know, you could spin it, you could point it, you could do whatever you want. I, I get it. But man, you know what? There is a condition of the human race that knows what is right and what is wrong. Oh, for sure. It's it's built in everybody. And some people are taught it more than others, but no matter what, everybody's built in with that and little it, barometer that's inside sure. their inside their body, inside their head, whatever you want to say. And I don't know if Freud that you know it's I don't know it's if, in there. Right. I don't know if Freud said it or Einstein or whoever um said it or whatever. There was a there was a I wouldn't even say a statistic or, or a comment or a statement or a quote or whatever, whatever it was, is that somebody had said that all humans are basically born good. Sure. Oh yeah, I've heard that. And I, I don't once. know. I don't know who said it. I, I, you know, I don't want to quote anybody. But basically, you know, we're basically all born good. You know, and I believe that. And I've said that, you know, I'd rather fight for good than evil uh, any day of the week, man. I'm not going to pick the evil side, man. You know, it just leads you to your own demise, you know. Well, the robot bartender just called it common sense. So, exactly. you know, but uh, but she also followed it up with, it is not so common now. No. <laughs> so, well, that could and be you can a, take that, that be, back to upbringing or moral values. Well, that or, could be a quote or, from, that could be her own quote. Sure. Right. <laughs> common sense is not so common now. <laughs> well, you heard it first here from yeah, the fucking right, the right. robot bartender. Well, and we love it. And, and going back to the Penn speech, like I say, and I gave him kudos for actually getting a little, a little rise and a little wound up over that because it's important. Well, but, you know, the biggest thing that stood out to me okay. out of his whole speech was the was the simple fact that again, there you know there he was at uh, at uh, you know Fort McHenry. I mean yes. that that backdrop, that whole image, and, and granted production. I understand. And I remember that. seeing pictures of that in history books. But Fort McHenry, and I loved to him. stand there with all those flags and all of that. You know, it just it was just an it was what an the British awesome, did. To, what the awesome. British did to Fort McHenry. You know, those people stayed, died, li lived and breathed. They had no chance of getting out. They were sur surrounded. They had, I know, I know my history. Those, they did not have a chance. And when the dawn's early light come up, that flag was still there. Sons of bitches, man. And they, they, they fought out through that night. And you know what? We prevailed and, uh, you know, through tyranny, you know, I mean, you have to fight back sometimes. You, know? you understand and, that's where the Star Spangled Banner was written at, I right? understand that. <laughs> so there's I a know. whole story about it, and it's put to a song. Yeah, I know. And it's, yeah, no, it is awesome. And Miss, it, it was Mr. an awesome Key. choice. It was an awesome, yeah. Mr. Key. Yep. Yeah. Yep. George Scott Key. George Scott Key. Yeah, yep. I know that. Yep. No, and so. what I was also going to say, when the fireworks going on, did you, I, I thought I heard like a little bit of uh Yankee, Yankee Doodle Dandy going on in the background. There was, yeah. yeah they you, played, yeah. They played a lot of different you, music. You hear some of that old, old I did. stuff, man. You know, I did. it was like, wow, man. Yep. I ain't heard that since, 
you know, high school sometimes, you know. Again, very patriotic. So much of it was just very, very patriotic, and that's what stood out to me. And I don't care if you're Republican or you're Democrat. We are all Americans. And if you don't feel something for some of the stuff that you saw this week, if you watched any of it, I I don't don't even care if it was the intro, you you know, or or the exit. You know, there was so much better start seeing patriotism that that took place this week. And it made me made me feel very, very proud to be an American. And that's something that we haven't gotten a taste of in in a long time, In a long time. You know, so it was it was neat to see some of that. And and I enjoyed it. But I am going to lie to I I did. No, you should. You should. I mean, we we're all Americans, and, and everybody should feel that way. I mean, there's there's nothing there's nothing wrong with being patriotic to the country that you live in and support and, and were born and raised in, and or or got naturalized in, or you know found your way here and immigrated into. Well, that's what legally. That's and, what and, that's what Trump you know, got criticized for was uh, nationalizing. Uh, sure, he those, did. You know, I mean. But you know what? Those people been here. They're 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 Americans. This you know, we are not the native people. In we are not. And if it wasn't for immigrants, this country would not be what it is. No, the Chinese and Irish built the uh, the railroads. Slaves or not, or whatever. But you know what? Abraham Lincoln, eighteen sixty five, was the first Republican president elected. Yes. So you know what? Guess what that. MF mother. Guess what he did for the country? And that's when shit got changed. You know what I mean? We had a war over it. Ended slavery. <laughs> we did. You know what I mean? All this other stuff. I mean, that was over 150 years ago. Man. Over 150 years ago. So I can tell and, you. And, and here's the sign of the times. From... Here's another sign of your times right here. Here's another kicking your ass to restart this country again. You know what I mean? As, 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 as patriots and you know, Americans. I mean, we all need to come together. Yep. I, you know what? It's not that hard to put aside your differences and listen. Not at all. You know, once in a while. Not at all. To everybody. You know, I mean, yeah, we have our opinions. And Great debates this. are wonderful. And, and you should because that's when things get done. You know. Yep. Um, hey, we have debates right here on this podcast. You it, and I. It, you it, and I. We right. have differences of opinion. It it's, doesn't it's, matter whether it's about the podcast or about a topic we're talking about. We have debates. But I don't feel the need to go burn your house down because I don't agree with you. Would never do that. I, just, you know what I mean, I mean, it's it just this. There I goes your common sense. I, I mean, why would I? You know, I just because I, you know, I threw some words at you. You know, I don't gonna... feel the need to pull out my my AK forty seven or whatever. I don't know, whatever. You know, it just I, there's no need for it. We have debates. We talk about it. We we rationalize. Sometimes we if agree, we all had... and we come to a common answer and go, yeah, I agree with you, or you agree with me, or you know what, I never thought of your opinion before, or sometimes we just agree to disagree. Well, what's you know the black lady said on there? She goes, if we we all had the same face you know what would be the what, what would be the point of being you know what i mean i we'd hear all, we'd all just be i hear you doing the same thing i mean so we are all unique and all our own individual and we do have free will correct and what the speech trump said was is that you know what we're giving it to the people we trust the people you know what i mean we're giving it back to, yep we we we, you can make the right decisions, you know, and that's a lot of faith in in a country and and a president and everybody else that are behind the scenes and Correct. working and doing that. Correct. You know, the police officers and the first responders and uh, 
you know, firefighters, uh, the teachers. I mean, do do your job. Just do a better job of what you're paid to do, and it will get done. Right. You know. Right. Right. Don't fall through the cracks and the loops and the crap. You know, and getting. You know. Don't wave me off and, you know, I'm preaching to the preacher. I'm preaching to myself right now. I'm preaching to our listeners. <laughs> it's time to, you know, but yeah, but anyway, yeah, you know, we all got a job to do and we're all going to get paid. I mean, within, if he gets elected in the first 10 months, we are all, there's, he wants to put what, 10 million people back to work? So the economy and the kickstart and the boom, boom. And I was going to go over, here's a couple notes I made, um, you know, and we'll kind of end it. We'll end the, all the political bullshit with this right here. Okay. But a few things that stood out to me um, was um, with uh, Donald, uh, President Donald Trump's speech was, you know, the first thing obviously is defending his record. You know, he lists his accomplishments, which just seem to go on and on. And I guess half the time because they don't get covered and they don't get talked about. I miss some of his accomplishments. You know, I don't even think about some of the things that have been accomplished in the last four years because it just seems like constant chaos. But, you know, that was that was that was one thing that stood out to me. But the you know, the lack of agenda, as we talked about last week, I mean, the lack of agenda that 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 we heard from the Democratic Party is is what are they doing? And, you know, it um, it, it 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 reminded me that we actually heard some agenda this week. And, and like you say, some of the things that, that they laid out, you know, just, just part of his speech, um, future plans, you know, he actually gave an agenda. He wants additional tax relief. He wants, uh, to put, and I don't know how far fetched this was or a campaign slogan or whatever, but he wants to put a man on Mars or more specifically, he said he wants to put a woman on Mars. And then obviously they talked a lot about the coronavirus, kill the coronavirus. He said that before the end of the year, at the end of the year, if not sooner, we will have a vaccine for the coronavirus. I mean, that stood out to me. And then the one you just brought up, you know, creating 10 million jobs in 10 months. Is it conceivable? I don't know. But, you know, it's... It, He's done but, it before. But at least but at least he laid out some agenda, some things, some plans of what he's going to do. Are they conceivable? I don't know. You know, and and then the, the last note I had on that was, um, you know, was uh, the, the whole conversation you had about, uh, you know, he brought up David Dorn's wife and bringing, you know, bringing up and reminding, you know, the people that have made sacrifices. Um, you know, she was there in the audience and, and, and brought brought up, you know, her sacrifice. And everybody seems to want to forget about David Dorn because David Dorn was a black man that got killed by a black man. So if it's not a black man that gets killed by a white man, it just seems to disappear. And I watched the I watched right, the when news we brought this up today. when we talked about this. Yeah, we did since, since day one when we talked about David Dorn and and I was proud of and him here for it is bringing again, her right before the election. Bringing and her wife shows up right and, back there to the to the RNC to sit in the audience and, and be a part of that and, and make sure that story. she got recognition and 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 yeah, absolutely to tell her story and to talk about her husband. So it was very cool, but but here's the out of all of that, and I'll play a little video clip after this, just just uh, just to kind of a little highlight, you know, to, to give fair due, like we did like we did last week. Okay, one, I think out of his whole, which it was long. Oh my lord, was it long? I might have been President Trump's longest speech ever. Uh, it was. It was seventy minutes, but. The one take that I think and I and he took mentioned out of the, Joe Biden's name forty-one times. I think the and, and Chris Wallace did not let us forget that. <laughs> well, here's the one time that he mentioned Joe Biden's name that stood out to me the most, and I think it might have been personally my thought is this is his best line, and I and, and I take this maybe a little bit out of context, but I think it's pretty close. But he said Joe Biden talks about unity. 
but then he sends your jobs to China and he sends your sons to war. And, you know, that's if you think back, that's pretty strong. You know, if you think back to the eight years and that small statement right there, those those the, that, that one paragraph is is it's pretty huge because right. he's, he's not wrong. But um, no, he's not wrong. But but here's the other thing with the Dems and with Hillary and all that um, going that way. Um, I'll never and I swear on my soul, I'll never forget what they didn't do at Benghazi. No, I don't even want to. I I won't. I don't want to touch on. No, it. I'm not going to talk about there, it. Yeah, no, I just say what they didn't do at Benghazi pisses me off to no end. And <laughs> you know, what I mean that. You know, that's yep. just that's just one thing on that agenda that they didn't do. You know. So. Well, before we get into the deep but dives, yes, I appreciate your. I will. Um. I will. I will close it out with just you know one last little highlight. This is just a, a little clip from um, of all places. This comes from the New York Times, but this is kind of just a a little uh, end end of the uh, end of the speech montage that uh, that I thought I'd play for you guys just to kind of kind of close out the whole RNC. And we had to co- we we, we had we to cover it because it is, and we've told you it folks, is. It's this, a, it's we, a moment in history. It is a moment in history, and we're laying this stuff down for yep. you guys. And uh, you know, it just we have to talk about it. Thank you. Yep. So Thank here, you for listening. So here's a f- here's a few highlights from the uh, the end of President Trump's speech last night. In the strongest possible terms, the Republican Party condemns the rioting, looting, arson, and violence we have seen in Democrat-run cities all, like Kenosha, Minneapolis, Portland, Chicago, and New York, and many others. And on November third. We will make America safer. We will make America stronger. We will make America prouder. And we will make America greater than ever before. And then, and then, of course, the uh, you know, and of course, the fireworks that followed that, which uh, I don't know if I've I've ever seen a fireworks show quite like that. That was uh, that was something pretty amazing. I actually uh, told I'm born on the Fourth of July, and I've never (laughs) seen fireworks like that. How would you like to have your name up on fireworks? Trump. I I I was so impressed with the pyrotechnic. Not once, but twice. Twice I went. Not once, but twice. Trump 2020. It spelled it right out, clear as a bell. Trump. 2020 Trump did it again yeah 2020 and I went that is that is a pretty intelligent pyrotechnician that figured out how to do that spell words in the sky it really is (laughs) and I can I tell one story real quick go ahead this was my birthday and I drove all the way up from Florida it was uh 1997 I drove up from Florida my brother was having a big huge huge Florida July party my brother pulled the second largest permit for fireworks in Port Huron and backyard parties back to back. Now my brother lives on a, on a road where there are four or five backyards that have no fences that are all connected. And then you go back further and the the neighbors, they live in the back. So we had this huge acreage of uh, fireworks display that we could do. And, Actually, it was the second largest permit pulled for fireworks in Port Huron that particular year. Speaking of the 2020 uh, thing where the Trump and the, these great um, pyrotechnicians and everything else that come up through, 
you know, the year was 1997. So we couldn't lose. But here comes the fireworks, and there's people all over these backyards. I mean, we got luges. You know, people are doing the ice luges in the back of – we're playing horseshoes. You got volleyball. We got sticks of dynamite. I mean, fire. it's just crazy. I shouldn't have said sticks of dynamite. But <laughs> anyway, it was a good time. We had a great time. But he had come over, and just before they had started, you know, air, you, know you, you try to silence like 800, 600 people. It, it's near impossible. But – there's bullhorns. They're, they're yelling, and they're trying, and they're just telling everybody stop. And all of a sudden, poof, here goes up this wall, and with these fireworks, and it's a wall. And I tell you what, this is the coolest freaking thing I've ever seen in my life. It was a sixty to seventy foot high American flag. Did goes it, goes did it up. Say preacher man at the top of it. No, it just <laughs> no. I wasn't the preacher man back then. But this thing goes up and lifts up, and I I don't know how they did it or what. I mean, it, it's got to be perfect design. But when it blowed up, there was a flag that was seventy foot high, American flag, sitting there in the middle of nowhere. All of a sudden, and it was just this beautiful flag, and it just sat there and. It kind of waved, you know, with the wind and the fireworks. It was it was the coolest thing I ever seen. And then when I seen that Trump 2020, I was like, I've seen that. And that was like 20 years ago. And I was like, that is so cool, man. You know, I've never seen anything like it, you know, since or before. You know, that, you know, 1997, that was the coolest thing I ever seen. And nice. then to have... To have letters and you know uh, numbers pull up in fireworks. Yeah, I was pretty impressed. That is I impressive, was very dude. impressed. But that wall with the American flag, you know, in 1997, man, was the coolest thing I've probably ever seen with fireworks display. Ever, very cool. Ever. Very cool. Yeah. But, but that was cool when I seen that. I was, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk to Gina. And I'm like, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. you know, told the same story. And she, sure. You know, you know, but there was that many people that could back me up on that one. So it's a, that was super cool. Man. Oh, I believe you. Yeah, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. Well, Good on times, that right? note, Good times I, with yeah, the fireworks, absolutely. Man. Well, I think it's, uh, I think it was, uh, I think it was a brilliant way to close it out, and you know, it was a spectacular display, and it was, it was uh, again, there was a very. A, Patriotic week with a lot of production. We ain't, you know, we're not taking that away. We, I'm just saying, I think there was, but. there was a lot of fireworks. <laughs> there was. There was there more was. fireworks than I needed, but, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's all right. With the swirls, man, you're watching, you know, you're watching the swirls around the, uh, the thing that goes up. I, you mean the I, po the pointy thing that sticks out of the ground? Ob, 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 Can we ob, go with the Washington Oblos Monument? The Washington Monument, but there's a name for what they call those. They're they're uh, called uh, ob oblos oblox. I don't. I, yes, there is a word. It's okay. called uh, it's called oblox. You know, where these things stick up straight up out. The pointy thing sticking out of the ground. Yeah, it's called oblox. 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 Anyway, I, I'll, dude, I Google it right now. <laughs> no, I swear right. to God, I'll ask Google right now. No, or it's a it's a robot bartender's favorite thing. Asking no, Google. we're all done. We're all done with Oblusk. Washington. It's so. called Oblusk. <laughs> Oblusk. That's that's a technical name for it. Well, then I'm going to go with it. Well, it was circling around the Oblusk, and then there was just. But man, don't worry, you'll get fact checked. They're fact checked. Oh, I already right know. Now, but so. it's called an Oblusk. Man, the uh, the Egyptians did it way back in the day. So anyway, there you go. But that's the word I was thinking of. I, I play too much Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I, it's called an Oblusk. So anyway. But the fireworks around that whole place, man, it was 
unbelievable. The smoke, man. You couldn't tell if someone was getting shot or, <laughs> or arrested or fireworks. No, that was out on Lafayette. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that was out on Lafayette. There was that a was lot a of smoke. That's all I'm gonna. Story that's all I'm gonna say. So nope. good times, man. Nope. Well, I think it's time to move away from Washington and, and the DNC and the RNC and, and move on to your deep dive, unless you want me to tackle mine first. I think uh, I think we've had more than enough politics for the last two weeks. We did. And, and we have. And it's... Uh, it, we're going we're gonna to find out November 3rd, and, November and Lord 4th. Lord knows there's going to be plenty more that's going to come over the next, uh, the, you know what? the next two months, but... Uh, Don't fall for the harvesting. You know, ballots or whatever, and you don't want to vote, and then people are knocking on your door. And if you don't want to vote, and they're going to vote for you and just put in their own thing. It's called harvesting. Correct. Yeah, but just just don't fall for it, man. You know what? If you're not going to vote, freaking rip that thing away and throw it away, man. Don't let somebody else vote for you, please. Very good. Please don't. I mean, because you know Trump's got millions of people, you know, volunteers knocking on doors and all this, and you know they should or you should know you should be at least informed by now this is what you need to do i mean it's a long time coming so so we out on that for uh, sure right for sure so don't fall for the harvesting are you uh jumping on your deep dive or is it uh is it uh, is it my turn to go first this week i don't i don't know where we're at uh you can come first <laughs> okay then <laughs> <laughs> Well, I um, what are you laughing about? I I just uh, just I, my my choice I, words. I, I always or? come I always come first, but <laughs> but um, so I have to. Uh, I've been meaning to get to this one for a while, but uh, this goes back to another supergroup formed in 1984, and I might be really? able to name off name off a couple band members, and you might be right spot on. I but, can name. Um, oh, if you I give would, me the band. Is that is this trivia or no? Not really. Okay. Not really. I'm just gonna kind of cover it. But uh, back uh, back in 1984, Tony Franklin and Chris Slade from Manford's Earth Band, and uh, also helped out a little bit on ACDC, along with uh, Paul Rogers, which mm. we all know Paul Rogers from Bad Company. Yeah. Joined in with a guitar player, and I already know. Joined in with a guitar player. I already know. By the name of. I already know. Jimmy it, Page. I already know. The firm. <laughs> I love Paul Rogers' voice. I do too. Well, I'm not tight, not unattractive. Turn me on tonight. Because I'm a real actor. Real actor. Rules not a fight. Huh. And I'm not your captive. Turn me loose tonight. So yeah, not a long stint, but uh, two two albums, two studio albums, and uh, the the first album, The Firm, hit 17 in the U.S., and uh, the second album, Mean Business, hit number 22 in the U.S. charts. So, I mean, a couple good albums. But uh, are you I, are you right on there? The Firm, The Firm. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, do, yes. you, do you have do you have the songs or no? Because my my favorite song for The Firm was uh, Moonlight Midnight Lady. Moonlight Midnight Lady. Uh, dude, and I don't know I'm, if I. Uh, do you have it or uh, is, is it up there? I it's, mean, uh, 
I mean, if you don't, it, it's it's it, fine. It, but I'm, I'm. It might be. I might even this do that one right here. Yeah, Midnight Moonlight Lady. It is my favorite song from the firm. I. It is just, a good song. It is a very good song. It's a long song, but you can hear Jimmy. You can hear Paul. You can hear all the band members that you know. And here's the thing. A lot of people don't know this, but the bass player from the firm, he had cerebral palsy. Correct. And he was different, as you could say, like a bass player kind sure. of thing. But she flies through the night on silver wings with a smile, no obligation. the storm to your destination yeah the firm a very very influential super group you know and they kind of came in in the middle of that uh i guess that would be well the new wave you know that that's kind of I, I think radioactive helped them really grow their recognition in in the, the new wave part of it you know well, but, we, had, we had talked about previous but, episodes of the super groups yep you know all these people coming together with the super groups previous and, episodes that was a year ago you realize that no isn't that funny Isn't that it was a year, a year ago since we High did five right here, since brother. we did super groups Man, you know we did the super groups and, so we're gonna get back to that yeah, absolutely yeah. we should because all and we they, did was the super groups of the last fun. 10 years it was. was all we did so there's a lot more to cover after we, that we so. had a lot of fun with the super groups we sure did yeah we sure did and i think everybody enjoyed that too so. Yeah, but those two, the, the I never got to see them, but I, I'll cherish those forever. Uh, CDs and albums that I have. And really super cool, uh, again, not to get off too much track, um, we, were, we, were, uh, we went shopping. We were somewhere. And I couldn't believe when you went down this certain aisle looking for this certain thing, you know, the Wii from... <laughs> I wanted the old Wii back in the day, you know, the controller and the Wii okay. Sports and the whole thing. And the, but uh, as we were looking, um, we were down down this one aisle, and the whole aisle was albums. Albums. There's there is Motley Crue, nineteen eighty three, uh, Shout of the Devil. There's Michael Jackson Thriller. There is the Bad Company. You know. There, so many the the remakes on these albums that are coming back. So many people want vinyl. It is so oh, cool. Yeah. Vinyl's it, coming back fast. It's so cool, man. Yep, it is. Yeah, yeah it's and the back albums, very fast. man. I'm going and I'm flipping through, and Gene's like, "Let's go." I'm done. I they don't have what I'm looking for, and I'm going. No, I am. I I'm, I want to flip through these albums, and I couldn't believe how many albums that I had that were remakes or remastered on on the shelves. Yeah. <laughs> unbelievable yeah. Yeah. and i'm like yeah. i got that album you know yeah. And I, I, yeah they're coming back you know but if you're not with somebody that is excited with albums it's not that much it's not that much fun <laughs> didn't mean that much to her shopping fun because i would have spent 500 bucks you know right on right. on these remastered albums. i mean pink floyd the wall uh remastered uh so many different so many great albums that were just remastered and then below it you know they got the uh, victoria or uh viarola uh record players you know I don't know what the quality is, but I had I had a uh, old Technics uh, uh, receiver with the um, 
record player as a DJ that was given to me, my uncle. And uh, those were $100 diamond needles back in the day. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? For that clarity and that stuff. No, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, you know, and when you're drunk and you want to listen to the Abbey Road from the Beatles and you come home drunk and you go to put it on, you <laughs> and you break and you... St- Right, and you trash right. the needle, and it's your the only one, and you got to order this thing from like China or wherever. It's like, no, you know, you can't listen to your albums anymore, man. You know, so I was, I was pretty bummed about that. Uh, that's another story. Well, while you dig out your but, deep dive, I'll just uh, kind of finish up with uh, these are while the firm was in action. I'm so uh, glad you. I'm so glad you brought up the firm because well, that is glad you're glad. Thanks. So, man. But so that was a, that was a great that was yeah, a great band. Yeah. So yeah. some of their some of their top songs, um, uh, Affirmative Action, Phone Tap, uh, the Firm Biz, and of course the uh, the cover song from the number you know from the first album was the Firm, the Firm, the Firm, and then the Executive Decision, and then coming in at f- uh, six, of course, is uh, Radioactive. A couple other ones, uh, All the King's Horses. I'm leaving, you know, so, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it, yeah, on and on and on, but out of two albums, they've got some pretty, you know, I mean, there's, there's really six or eight that, that are, that are right at the top of the charts there. So. Yeah. The first album, so they did, the, they did very good. And the I know first album, man, uh, that, you know, that's one of the albums that you can play, uh, from start to finish. Absolutely. And, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and I have uh, many, many times. I'm, I'm part of, uh, the. It's called the Headbangers Ball uh, kind of thing uh, group on Facebook, and uh, we go back and reminiscing. You know what's what's an album that you can listen to from start to finish, and you know you know every song. And I was like, you know me, uh, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, because that's what I listened to was albums. Uh, Operation Mind Crime, obviously Queen's Rake. Sure, but my favorite is uh, Queen Live Killers. Okay, from, from start to finish, hands down. I'm not ever gonna deny it. Um, you know, Queen Live Killers okay. was uh, my favorite live album of all time. People can go Frampton or Black Sabbath, uh, Live Evil, uh, on and on and on and on with live albums, but um, Queen Live Killers, for sure. So who'd you bring for your deep dive tonight? Well, I got two, man, but I'm only going to play one, and I'm going to save the other one for next week. There you go. Um, there you go. I'll give, I'll give you a hint in next week's for a minute. <laughs> Kicks, don't close your eyes. Remember Kicks very well. Don't close your eyes. Yeah, I can't sing. Yeah, you probably shouldn't sing. I'd probably just play it next week. Yeah, I will. (laughs) So that was a little prelude. Okay. But I did warm this one up with no ads. And uh, if you guys remember this one, man, this was one of the bands uh, back in the 90s that were so unorthodox with the music and they incorporated so many different uh sounds and so many different uh influences that um it it was a force to be reckoned with and um further ado without further ado is that the proper terminology oh i need more do <laughs> i need more do more do before you do what you're gonna do do right yeah. see now send the do see now you're you're Oh yeah, I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking I uh, give me flashbacks from back in the days of working at that bar that you used to work at. No, I don't want that. The bar um, that I used to work at. Yeah, I back way back before you ever even thought about working there when you were in a different part of the country. I but was I remember too. this dude that used to come in there and he would always uh, come in there and as soon as he walked in there he go do 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 what you do do right. 
and I, he made me nuts. Really? Oh yeah. Can yeah. we can we mention his uh, name? Or? I'd, I'd rather not. All right, but <laughs> might give somebody uh, might give somebody flashbacks. I probably already gave somebody flashbacks, but that's okay. But but anyways, go ahead and run your tune. So, <laughs> all right, you guys ready? Yeah, do what you do. Turn that shit up, man. How low can you go? What a brother knows. Rhyme Animal, the incredible deep public enemy number one. Three, and I got number. Power to the people. Check it out, y'all. Y'all come on. Rogan, hand it up. Bring the noise. Kind of reminds me of a little bit of anthrax. Mm-hmm. You had some Chuck D, you know, uh, anthrax. Uh, man, I mean, on and on and on. That. Didn't care where he came from, man. Everybody was all into it, man. You know, Aerosmith did some shit with uh, Run DMC. You know, everybody was rock and rolling. Black, white, didn't matter, man. You know, you got Flavor Flav up in here in the video. I mean, <laughs> everybody was collaborating. Remember those days? Yes. Everybody just had a good time. And we yep. talked about this. Oh, yeah. The yeah, last episode or the episode before, it was like everybody just got together and just rock and roll and jam. Where'd those days go? Uh, everybody's for themselves now. Yeah, the little DJ. I mean, <laughs> that's that's probably not too far from the truth. Sorry, it to was say the that, fun. But. You know, that's the whole thing with the fun. Yep. You know. Yep. Now, you know, you want the greed and you want the credit and you want the the money and everybody's you know, about I mean, themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a shame that it, you know we only get seventy, eighty years on this planet and influence or change or do something like that because you ain't taking the money with you i mean rolling stones how many last tours they gonna do i mean how much more money do you guys need you know i mean you got every transplant heart liver blood transfusion hey if people keep showing up why not why not keep playing i understand but eventually man you're gonna have so much money that you don't it so here's a statement and i i'm 100 percent back Wow, after that was a big spike. I know. Whoopsie. <laughs> you don't even need a fart mic. <laughs> I don't. Right. That was a, we got we got burp mics. But here's here's a statement, and I'll, I'll say it. Some people are so rich that all they do, True and they're so poor, they're they're so rich that all they do is have money, and they're poor in their hearts. They're poor in their decisions. They're poor with everything else and with their choices. They have so much money that they couldn't make a good decision. Well, that's very common with most people that have money. So with that's, money. That's not that. That's, that's not a stretch. It's, it's not the root of all evil. Money is not. Uh, money can do a lot of good things. No, it is. You know, and whoever said the money is the root of all evil is a liar because I don't believe that. I mean, if I had a lot of money, I mean, we could do a lot of good things, and you know that. You know what I mean? Right. We right. could. I mean, it could just be that. It could just work that way out. But you also Are heard, you trying to get him to donate to our website again? We could, but okay. that's not what I'm oh, trying to do. All right. 
But I've also seen. Did I, I think this there, a plug? No, I'm, I'm just saying. I think there was a sublime. You know, I I got lots of stuff in my head. You know that needs to come out. But I I've seen I've seen a commercial. I don't know if it was during a Republican Party or whatever, uh, the RNC or the DMs or whatever. You know, but it was a thing. That's no. a good time for you to move on to your uh, top well, eleven. So. Top yeah. 11, because uh, you were going off on a tangent that I'm not sure that we could ever come back from. So I'm just going to push you right along and say it's time for your top 11, no, my friend. No, no, my friend. No, 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 no. <laughs> I recovered very well. What's, uh, I'm, just, I'm just stating things. You you got topics that you talk about, and I got things that I talk about. You know, it's a fair trade, right? <laughs> Don't even get me started on the Jetsons. Right? Don't. <laughs> no, don't. No, because we're already two hours into the show. So I, think, I didn't think uh, we were that far. Uh, 156.50, I believe, is kind right. of where we're sitting at right now. So. All right. Well, I'm going to let you pick the words. Um, here's my top 11. Okay. And there is uh, 11 letter words ending with any letter that you want. You can pick. A eleven letter word. No, I'll I'll dig it up for you. I mean, it's all right here. It's a, it's all at my fingertips. If you just give me a eleven letter word that ends with any letter that you want, I'll find you a word. Well, you know, is that was that what you're? That's well, you know, is that a word? <laughs> is, is this where we're starting? I don't all know. Right. All right, I don't know. It's your story, so I just uh, <laughs> I was just trying to follow along as best I could. All right, and then. Uh, Four, five, six, seven. Uh, well, now it eight. just went to. There are three five-letter words ending with IUD. It is. It's, come on, where did the button? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There is only one. All right, here's here's a here's a true fact. There is only one eleven-word ending with O U D. Just distance. There's the dis, letters I chose. Distance. Does that help you? Yeah. This will be. This will be my fine. letters. All right. So you got A C G X M H Q P F S four. Oh, hold on. Let me mark that for editing. Yeah. So we need eleven letter word ending with A, right? Yes. So F L M R O U D O do do do. Do, 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 this can take a while. It could. Well, you gave me, um, you gave me a. Um, oh, I didn't pick easy ones. No, you really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So I have to go through all alphabetical, all by size. All right, here we go. Now I'm back to the original website. All right, so we're gonna go with. Uh, Number one, we're going to start. I 
There are no 11 words that end with Q or U. Just so you know. Well, just so you know. Trivia, baby. It is time to get to the joke of the week, just so you know. Oh, let's do it. Because we are way overdue. But I, um... I know, but where, I've been having fun. Where, where did our sponsor go? Did, is he still around? Hightower. Did, did we lose Hightower Meats? Or no, we're gonna we're gonna get him. We're, we're gonna, gonna get him back. I, yeah, I, we're gonna get yeah, him. I haven't back. heard nothing from him. I, yeah, we're gonna get him. Ever since, oh, you know what it was? Oh, it was that marriage thing. Ever since the marriage mm. thing, all of a sudden Hightower Meats has disappeared off the disappeared off the meat planet. Now he's <laughs> now he's now he's putting his meat somewhere else, and then he doesn't have time for us. <laughs> so <laughs> he should he should probably rename it the high price of meats instead of high tower meats. It's a high well, price of meats. Just in case you can squeeze a little meat out of high tower meats, if he's not uh, he if he's not busy with uh, getting his uh, giving giving his meat to his new bride. Um, make sure you, make sure you, Whoa. make sure you get a hold of, uh, he's really got to write an ad for this. <laughs> I told you, we told him later we'll get copy, but we told then, you to write an ad, Sean, until then it's my choice, Aaron, but, uh, Sean, but, right. uh, but yeah, make sure, make sure you get a hold of uh Hightower meets at 810-434-6188. They're just that good. So, yeah, and they are, and they are, and no, no discrediting the, no. the meat that he's giving away to his bride, but, uh, but if he was here, it would if, be, it would be comical. But if you need some quality meat for, for your own home, um, yeah, get a hold of Hightower. For sure. But I have, uh, I have two very, you know, I, I, only, I had a joke of the week and I thought the first joke of the week was so short that I would give you two of them. So let me start, well, let, let me start up with my reserve joke. Um, and, and I can tell you that, that one of them, one of them came from, uh, one of them came from uh, somebody I'm not aware of. So I, and I'll make sure when I get to it, I give him credit for it if I can find his name. But, uh, but this not one, not a werewolf. It was not a werewolf. But uh, this not aware one, of. Uh, this not to first be confused. One came from from my boss actually. So my boss likes to do a few jokes every week in our sales meetings in this weird time since we don't see each other. But uh, first one came from my boss, and it, but he wanted to let you know that there are. There are currently two factors that are determining the spread of the coronavirus disease. <laughs> yeah. The first one, the first one is the density of the population. You don't say. The second one is the density, density of the population. Of the population. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way your boss thinks, man. I do too. Right I do too. You'd love his. You'd love his weekly jokes. He makes. Uh, he makes sales meetings. You know, we're all doing the Zoom thing and all doing this crazy. Uh, you know, stay at home and and meet online. You know, we do it twice a week, and uh, he does a great job of trying to bring some levity to the to the weird chaos we've all lived in for the last. You know, office I workers. Would. Office workers, here we are, what, almost, we're pushing six, six seven. months. Six, seven. Push six months. I yeah. mean, March 23rd, I haven't even done the math, but uh, March uh, 3rd, uh, yeah, long time. Anyways. Long time. Anyways. So, yeah. So, uh, hats off hats off to my boss and uh, trying to bring some levity, and I had to share that one because that was one of my favorite ones of the week. But uh, um, um, after that... This other one comes from, and let me see if I can figure out where this came from. Um, and I will tell this from the from the first party, even though this is not my joke. Uh, this was posted on Twitter from Denslesk on Twitter. But uh, Denslesk says, 
I asked my mailman his thoughts on mail-in ballots, and he said, The tenets of social justice require robust equity in access and expression of a mosaic of political ideologies ensuring thriving inclusion of all. We embraced, and I wept. Then he handed me my neighbor's mail. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? If you get it, you get it. It's either get it or you don't. But right. uh, oh, goodness. Which he, back to that. Right. But yeah, at any rate. I uh, love you, but I don't. That's uh, that's, right. uh, that's this week's Jokes of the Week and uh, brought to you by Hightower Meads. And I would say after, after a two-hour show, it is probably just about time for us to get the hell out of here. Yep. Start spanking your dog. Start licking the cupboards. Start closing your pool. Supposed to. Oh, it is that time, isn't it? Yeah. Labor Day right around the corner. Labor Day next weekend. Labor Day coming up quick. What you doing? We doing a show? Well, why wouldn't we? I know. Why wouldn't we? Date on that, but uh, yeah, I I, I can't see any reason we won't find out. Find a way to do a Labor Day show somewhere. No, I think I got to work. I think I got to work on Labor Day. Well, of course you do. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? You know, that's an oxymoron. I mean, who the frick works on Labor Day, man? You I mean, do. isn't that? No, I'm not going. I am not. I, I tell you this. I'm not going to work on Labor Day. It's I do physical labor, and I'm not working on Labor Day. It's not going to happen. You know, but I remember the days when I worked in the trades, and that was those were those were some of the worst, the worst weekends were holiday weekends because everybody had to hurry up and get stuff and get done because they were home. And they figured that because they were home, you should be available because that's their window, and that's that's their window. When I was contracting, I tell you what, some of my some of my worst jobs and my biggest pushes were on holiday weekends because we got to get ready for this party, we got to yep. get ready for this, got to yep. get ready for that, got to have it. Should have done and, it a week and, before. Yeah, and people just don't even think about it; they just think about what time works for them. And where's the common sense? <laughs> <laughs> there is no sense with the common people. No, I, not. I'm not knocking anybody, man, but please, man, come on, man. Nobody wants, especially if you're a pool builder or somebody like that, you don't want me there on, the, on on Labor Day weekend. Oh, yes, they do. You probably do, but you know what? You should have had that done a week before. You know, should have put in your labor or signed up or got somebody you. out there or whatever, man, you, you know. You know, a little too late, you know, on some things, you know, I mean, you know, because a lot of people, man, you know, that's their, that's their last break, the, the last break before the kids go back to school. Absolutely. Now, you know, everything I've seen that the kids are getting pushed back a little bit farther, you know, well, September every, 8th, uh, you know, yeah, Labor well, Day, September it's, 7th. It's, you know, a, it's, it's the uh, last weekend before the yeah. kids go back to your living room. That's what basically it's boiling <laughs> it's, down to. That's a, <laughs> dude, you just made me laugh on that one. Yeah. It's, a, it's a truism. It's like, it's, oh, uh, yeah, man. It's, a, it's the, last, yeah. the last break before the kids come back to your living room, yeah. wherever they been hiding and whatever they've been doing all yeah, summer. Yeah, you bought it. You bought it for tent. the last six months. You bought a tent Guess like what? six years ago that they're, you never went on vacation. Back in your life, but all of a sudden now it's in your living room and they made uh, a couch tent. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you know they're they're hibernating in the living room and building you know tents around the stairs. You know whatever. So yeah, good times, man. All right. Well, all we right. will see you Labor Day weekend. And until that time, yeah, we, we are, are out. out.